0: I'm Aunt Kelly Anakin. And I'm Molly of Mitchell Sanchez. We're here to take birth control and talk about The Handmaid's Tale. And we're all out of birth control. Thanks, drop! (laughs) This is Red All
1: Over, your handy Handmaid's Tale recap.
0: Blessed be the fruit. Woo! Woo! Getting closer to being done with our book recaps. Absolutely. Although we just made an executive decision. We sure did. Just now that we're going to give a whole separate (laughs) episode to the historical notes. So for this episode, we'll be talking from chapter 40
1: until... 46. Pretty good chunk of chapters, which is from, in the trade paper, it's from 259 to 295
0: and in the mass market it's from 335 to 378 again as always if you're reading something other than the mass market or the trade paperback you're on your own God have
1: mercy on your soul (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, we'll come to your participation (laughs) but we won't participate we'll just we'll watch we'll watch there was something you wanted to address yes can we please talk about Maggie Atz oh yeah who (laughs) wants Drake to make a cameo on the tv show i want this more than anything i've ever wanted because this is this is a scorpio maggie atts wanting a scorpio drake Drake, or aubrey as i like to think of them (laughs) what and and they're both canadian this Mm -hmm. is this is literally a venn diagram of all my favorite stuff the only thing that could make it better is if they were both reading a wrinkle in time
1: yeah, the only Canadian uh, person I would want on this show more than Drake would be like
0: Alanis Morissette. What about Michael J. Fox? Oh, or Ryan Gosling? Okay, there's a lot of Canadians. Yeah, I there's a lot of Canadians. Him. A lot of them pass. Oh, a lot I would of them pass it. for American, but they are not it. American. They are Canucks. Oof. Anyway, I'm very pro Drake on the hand. I'm still, very pro Drake, but it'll be so like um
1: so obvious. <laughs> it's just like, is that Drake? Oh, man. It's like that time that John Stamos was on uh, SVU and you're like, wow, John Stamos is doing some pretty
0: fucked up stuff uh-huh. since Rebecca Romaine left him. <laughs> like, this is not okay. How about, this? How about this? I used to fuck you through your handmaid <laughs> monthly when it was ceremony. I know when that would
1: ring. That Back can handle. mean several things. <laughs> She's very, very prolific. Um, Get it? Get it twice, <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd be excited for that collab. Yeah, Just so like how Ed Sheeran was in last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah,
0: Bruce, Bruce Miller. We have heard that you listen to some Handmaid's Hill podcasts. We hope ours is one of them. It that better be. You don't take amiss our criticisms of you because the show is great and we're very happy about your work. Exactly. But uh, make this happen, Bruce. Yeah, Brucey get, Bruce. Get Drake in there. Get Emos on it. Get Emos. You know, look, Drake is a Scorpio. He won't be able to resist Emos. What is she a Leo? I am not aware. Look, I can't remember what her sign is, but look, Drake's going to be about it, Bruce. Like, trust me. Trust me. I would love
1: that. I'd really love that. His triumphant return to TV since Degrassi. <laughs>
0: God, that is my favorite season of Degrassi. The uh, one where he gets shot. Oh,
1: it's Degrassi.
0: Spoiler. Oh, please. It's been like a decade. I got into Degrassi after I graduated from college because I did not get appropriate sexual education <laughs> as a child oh boy i was like wow they're really helping me navigate things in my first (laughs) adult relationship oh man all right so let's get
1: into this book recap
0: lordy lordy look who's 40 it's this chapter
1: Uh, (laughs) you're a human delight Um, um
0: i cannot help it all right i try to be unpleasant and it doesn't work
1: it's very funny because I feel like we're in, like, an immersive experience of this book because it's talking about how hot it is, and it's very hot. It's we're so hot. You right?
0: we were like, yeah, it's it's the, it's getting on to the hottening hour.
1: Ooh, I am Schwitzen. I've got the Latina upper lip sweat going on. Nice. I've got the Molly Sanchez butt sweat going on. <laughs> like... <laughs> I am just gorgeous. Look, you, don't,
0: you, don't a, you don't have a monopoly on butt sweat. Aww. Kelly and butt sweats with the best of them.
1: See, I'm just self-conscious because I was at work the other day and I was like, oh my God, I hate when you're on the muni and you're wearing a skirt and you have butt sweat and you like get up and the seat is wet. Right, guys? And everyone looked at me like I
0: was an alien so I, all of the women in my office straight up lied and said their I butt is now never sweat. officially hate everyone that you work with yeah that is ridiculous <laughs> women we are supposed to lift each other up and affirm one another when we talk about our shared experiences Shine around theory. butt sweat yeah talk about you know what's shiny my butt when it's sweating <laughs> one quick thing sir and Rumi, thoughts don't like it don't
1: like it well, I like Rumi, I guess, um, but Sir to me seems like a very like George
0: Foreman-y kind of
1: like name for your kid. The only George Foreman-y
0: name for your kid is, is George, George Foreman. Foreman, so I don't know what's wrong with you.
1: I guess I just mean that like Sir is such a like silly name, because you know what? Here's the thing. Kids are disgusting. At one point, you're going to be like, Sir! Sir! Stop putting your fingers in your butthole! Sir! Stop <laughs> it! Sir, your
0: penis is not a toy, sir! Like, And that yeah, sounds but weird. The, the, I love it because only... Only people who are as famous as Beyonce and Jay-Z can get away with us. (laughs) I guess so. And, yeah. Anyway, I don't have time to talk about Jay-Z and 444 and how maybe Beyonce's in an abusive relationship with him where he gaslights her constantly. Oh, no. But this is just somebody's interpretation. And I thought about this when listening to Lemonade, Uh particularly in the end of the song All Night. And she's like, my torturer became my remedy. And I'm like, that's unhealthy. That's not healthy, B. You need to think about this. But, like, I don't know. You know, who knows what's real with them? I don't, but I'm going to keep watching. That was, like, the the most, like, amazing moment that I have had with my mom in the last five years was when Lemonade came out. She's like, Kelly, do you think Jay-Z really cheated on Beyonce? And I was like, I don't know, Mom. I
1: Aww. really don't know.
0: Yeah, it was bonding. I bought my newly divorced
1: mom Lemonade, and she still hasn't watched it, which... I think is upsetting to me because yeah. I feel like that's
0: the time you should watch lemonade. So moms never want to watch stuff. Their daughters <laughs> give them. You're like, I know everything. And we're like, you really don't mom. Well, to her credit, I've never seen. This is us. Which she keeps recommending. Oh my gosh. Moms um, love this. Is Us. Look, Okay. We and gotta I move almost want to watch it because I think Sterling K Brown is nope. a little slice of tasty town, but can't anyway. do it
1: anyway. Sorry guys.
0: <laughs> anyway, back on track. So
1: it's very hot at the top of chapter 40. And there was a part I, I underlined here, which it said, the searchlights are off, which is not usual. It's a power failure or else Serena Joy has arranged it. So that speaks to a couple different things. It speaks to perhaps her thinking that Serena Joy has a lot of influence in this world. But also the idea of a power failure is with Alfred going to Jezebel's, Serena Joy has had a, a failure of power over her.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just. I love that. I'm always like amazed by your like critical <laughs> thinking on this book. Where I'm just like, when's the sex bit <laughs> uh, coming up soon? I know, and it's never any good <laughs> coming up soon. It's always horrifying.
1: They're talking about sh- her being observed as she's coming around this down the stairs, uh, and it's Serena Joy comes to her door to get her to go have sex with Nick, Mm-hmm. which is fascinating coming back to the book after the show this comes so much later than i remember it this whole idea of the arrangement
0: so and i like you know that Alfred really seems to trust serena joy here mm-hmm. she's like you know she wouldn't do this if she did if she couldn't handle it right if she couldn't make sure that you know she could lie Adroitly, I think is what she says. Mm-hmm. You know, shoo away Rita and Cora, just right. whatever, whatever is necessary. So I mean, but I forgot how Jezebel's and having sex with Nick happens on the same day. Wow, in the book, um, no, no, I just I always the assume... following night. I believe. Oh, okay, I guess just because she talks about scrubbing off her makeup and stuff. Well, she says, "I hope nothing shows. I hope I don't smell of it or of him either." Maybe it's the same night, but I kind of doubt it. It can't be the same because they were at Jezebel's, right? Right. All night. So, yeah, I think it's at the very least the following day. (laughs) Get up
1: and go in to Jezebel's. Get up and go to Jezebel's. Um, (laughs) But what's great about this chapter coming so quickly is it's a perfect mirror to Jezebel's because in both situations, the people who are in charge of her make her do something illegal for their benefit. And it happens to involve sex both times so Mm -hmm. it's just a a
0: very cool like purposeful mirroring i i love that i I like how when they're walking through the kitchen she makes a point to say the knives are put away into their wooden rack Oh yes oh that's good and serena joy in this instance does not accompany her (laughs) to nick's room yeah (laughs) And she does not awkwardly stand there in his man cave Mm -hmm. while they do their uh, off brand knockoff ceremony. Mm -hmm. which is a blessing. Now, let me ask
1: you, do you think Book Nick is older or younger than Alfred? Because in the show, it seems to me like Max Mangela is younger than her.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I think he also just looks preternaturally young.
1: Perhaps. But what do you
0: think? In the book, is he older or younger or the same age? In the book, I think he's the same age. Serena Joy knows that fertility has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And she you know you know, like, what sperm got it? I was do? going to do the same thing. With it? <laughs> but I, like, I held off. I was like, now nah, we've been a little tangent to already. <laughs> sperm, but a secondhand fluid? <laughs> Gorgeous. I love Thank it. Thank you. Thank My you. My favorite podcast. My um, higher power is Tina Turner's legs. <laughs> so uh, I think he's, you know, he's definitely younger than the commander, which yeah. leaves a lot of wiggle room here because who's not younger than the commander? Right. All right. So
1: they get to boinking he's undoing my dress a man made of darkness i can't see his face i can hardly breathe i can hardly stand and i'm not standing his mouth is on me his hands i can't wait he's moving already oof it's like very sexy and i remember my like middle my teenager self reading this being like yeah
0: we're finally but getting getting it." but then i made that up Huh. It didn't happen that way. Oh. Here is what happened. Bummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it's so awkward. And it's like all of the all of the horrible things that you think and feel in mm-hmm. your brain when you're hooking up with a new lover. It's God. like on, on just like on the next level here. I hate that pre-sex preamble where it's like, we know why we're here. So so oh, let's banter a little that's bit my i go like when like the sabbatical's over i'm gonna see if i can eliminate that entirely <laughs> i say do it what if except i feel like i'm gonna turn into like general Patton and be like we all know I, we all know why we're here <laughs> yo drop your
1: pants i like it
0: thank you i, I mean, don't know if
1: guys will that'll be the test we'll see so that <laughs> check back later be the test she feels self-conscious in front of nick and she goes it annoys me that i'm even worrying about what he thinks let's be practical
0: Oof, that has been my mantra since i became (laughs) single (laughs) let's be practical maybe that's what i'll say to dudes let's be practical stick it in
1: i think what you should say to them is i could just squirt it into a bottle and you could pour it in Uh, that doesn't make any sense coming from me nick suggests And that's a little bit too abrasive for her. She tries to throw him a bone and she goes, I know it's hard for you. And he says, he shrugs. I get paid. He says. So they're both prostitutes. And then they do again. Again, this is a perfect mirroring because they're now doing like fake courtship. Mm -hmm. Like you come here often. Ugh. And that helps it. That greases the wheels a little bit. This corny, falsely gay sexual banter. I can see now what it's for, what it's always been for. To keep the core of yourself out of reach, enclosed, protected. Ooh, stab me in the heart. So maybe I should do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's funny. So it's funny because he also does slightly romantic things to her and says immediately after them, no romance. Mm-hmm. He's, like, very, like, slowly beginning to have sex with her, and he kisses her ear. Yeah. So it's very, uh, it's a queer situation. Mm-hmm. And he sounds like he makes her come. That's nice. That is nice. Good for them. <laughs> <sighs> she talks about how she assumes Serena Joy is judging her, thinking how she'll spread her legs for a cigarette, which is, you know, it's not untrue, but it's so much more nuanced than that. It's like, eh, or I'll die, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, for the listeners at home, Kelly is not holding her mic so much as she is resting it between her breasts and, like, cocking her head down to talk into it. So. Look, we have limited equipment, and it works. Okay, I'm going to try to do it, too. <laughs> so if I sound different, it's because I'm doing it. Oh, no, I'm wearing a bra. It doesn't work. I'm wearing oh, a Oh, here we go. Okay, great. Yeah. For the next couple of minutes, it's going to be broadcast from our
0: cleavage. <laughs> oh, and it Yeah, except down. for when you laugh, it moves. So. Okay.
1: And it got the mic all sweaty, so I'm going to abstain from that (laughs) Uh, this last sentence I think is important she said I would like it to be without shame I would like to be shameless I would like to be ignorant then I would not know how ignorant I was oh my god coming back to
0: this idea of being ignorant is not
1: the same as ignoring what do you also make of that? it
0: feels to me like a bit of a callback to sort of like genesis and the garden of oh. good and evil oh wonderful the garden of eden the tree of good and evil and the garden of eden listen i know what happens in the bible <laughs> but you know the idea was that you know somehow it was shame you know it was shame mm. more than like sex absolutely you know and i mean to me i can totally see a world where it was like adam and Eve were just doing their thing you know maybe they were even having sex yeah but it was consequence free, and they had no shame about anything. But then all of a sudden, they were ashamed to be naked and like, why? Yeah, don't let God or Satan put that on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's how you how you read that is kind of like the the ignorance and the innocence of of making love with abandon.
0: Hmm. Well, not you know, not feeling like you're doing anything wrong, and I mean. Yeah. I don't know that anybody is free of that no. because it's so deeply ingrained in our society. But what she had with Luke, I'm sure, was far less shame-filled. <laughs> let's hope. And they were having an affair. Yeah, that's true.
1: All right, well, that closes that chapter. Gives kind of a romantic bone to people who were starved for it, but uh, not a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really pretty... If you were trying to read this for sex purposes, uh, you're probably very disappointed because I think that's... It's not quite it. There's a little bit more, but it's like, oh, uh, it's pretty much it. It's kind of all you're going to get. Look through
1: wow. Benley's Instagram if you want some sex ideas. Oh, my God. Oof. Handsome Oof. man. Handsome man and loves to make videos.
0: Oh, yeah? He does a lot of videos. Good for him. Yeah, I like it. Follow him on Instagram. Has He's really an acting great. degree for a reason. Mm hmm. So I love this next chapter mm. starts out with kind of a, an analog to the line that I loved so much in the last episode mm-hmm. about I wish I weren't telling this story. I wish the story were different. I wish it were more civilized. I wish it showed me in a better light, if not happier, mm. than at least more active, less hesitant, less distracted by trivia. It's interesting because TV, June slash Offred, is all of these things. Oh, man, that's very astute. It's, it's a very different and more civilized story in its way in the TV show. I it's still that. barbaric, but it's almost the TV show is almost wish fulfillment for Offred in the book. It I don't really know. Is. What do you even call that? Character service?
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think that's true. Even her relationship with
0: Nick is more overtly romantic. Yeah. In and this it, show, it means something. And she understands what it means versus but, here. She's just like, I don't know what's happening. I guess this is it's like, are this you going to kill me? Like, yeah. This is slightly
1: better than the horrible stuff that's been happening to me.
0: I thought you meant you yourself. No, no, no. I was like, Molly, I thought we were both having a delightful, carefree summer. No,
1: I'm having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I meant I was speaking as June. Did something happen? No.
0: (laughs) No. It's great. And she apologizes. Typical woman. Ugh. She apologizes for how much pain is in the story. She says she's tried to put in some of the good things as well. Flowers, for instance, because where would we be without them? And Margaret
1: Atwood goes, you know, flowers mean more than just flowers, right? Get it?
0: (laughs) Georgia O'Keeffe, get it? Get Get it? it. (laughs) She was sardonic. Get it? And Georgia O'Keeffe was sardonic. (laughs) And it's interesting, too, because I, again, in my newfound sobriety, have a lot of time to sit and think about stuff. Yeah. But I've started buying myself flowers. Oh, I love it. Which actually was partially inspired by you because you would bring me flowers and you did today. She brought me some lovely sunflowers. You're welcome. But just how much we kind of take flowers for granted and how they're so beautiful. Yeah. And it's just like we live in this shitbox of a world, but also there's flowers. Absolutely. And it's so, it's so profound as to be stupid. You know? It is.
1: And it's... It's kind of like if we buy this notion that relationships are are colonizing and women are colonized by men, what better act to take that back for yourself than killing some flowers yourself and Mm -hmm. buying them for yourself Mm -hmm. and keeping them for your own purpose? I'm worth it. You're so worth it. I'm so worth it. Every woman listening to this, if you have the means, and you probably do, they are $3 at Trader Joe's, buy some flowers. It's excellent, excellent self-care
0: and... It's been getting me through this year. It really legitimately helps me reclaim myself from sort of like the tyranny. Not that my relationships were tyrannous, Mm -hmm. but just like the tyranny of the pressure to be in a relationship. Mm. And that I'm not worth anything unless somebody else says so. Whoa. Yeah. Listen, I have been having some real, real revelatory stuff happening. Wow. But yeah, but it's just like, hey, and, and I have to fight it. Like, every time sure. I buy flowers, I have to be like, no, you are. It's okay. You are. You deserve this. This is good for you. It's good. And, yeah, it's good. It's great. So that's a self-care tip mm-hmm. for everybody. You are worth it, and you're, you're a and good person. And definitely way lower maintenance than a bathtub <laughs> and a puppy and a <laughs> cupcake. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's a lot of commitment. So she talks a little bit about sleeping with Nick again. She kind of she goes... goes a- over and over again on her own without mm-hmm. Serena knowing.
0: Although you wonder... I wonder if Serena Joy kind of like knew what she was doing.
1: I feel like book Serena Joy knows and doesn't care, I think. Why,
0: why would she? Yeah. She's miserable.
1: Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And so she talks about this ritual of going over to Nick's house and I like this idea. It I,
0: makes me so grateful for texting. Uh, you up? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> she has to literally walk there by herself and like have all the anxiety of like is he going to text back but like in the moment while she's standing outside of his door? Horrible.
1: Well, here's something to think about. We talked about earlier in our book recaps is you should pay attention who knocks to be let in places and who, mm-hmm. who just goes in. And so even though she kind of knows she'll be received, she always knocks at Nick's door yes. to be let in. And that's a very respectful thing. But it's also um, hearkening back to the time, you know, when she, she could come over for like a date and not just for this like arranged like boinking.
0: She always asks if it's too late. So it's you up. and it's never it's never too late she says but they always go through it anyway and it gives her this false sense of control
1: Mm -hmm. and she talks about the difference between having sex with him and having sex with the commander and she says with the commander she closes her eyes because this is a situation she'd rather not be in but with nick she tries to really memorize his body which is very sexy oh this is so good she she describes him almost like you would describe like an animal which I really like, is the lines of his body, the texture of his flesh, the glisten of the sweat on his pelt. She talking about pubes, right? I don't know. Um,
0: uh, his
1: long, sardonic, unrevealing <gasps> face. Sardonic. Sardonic.
0: But just, you know they say they, that you put a little bit of yourself in every book you write. <laughs> Get it? Get it? I'm sardonic. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever meet Margaret Atwood, we're going to be so embarrassed by how we're many times... We're going to be... I, I, go, I don't know if we can handle it. I can, but I'll be but so But you know what? You know she'd like to the tension. She'd say, well, girls, aren't we feeling sardonic? And then we all laugh, and then we'll be best friends forever. It's so funny. You should read that interview with her and Emma Watson, because she
1: totally, like, you can tell Emma Watson is feeling the same way, like really nervous, and, and there's a point where she goes, Wait, Emma, I want to hear your answer to this question. Mm-hmm. It's like so cute. Like she knows that she's nervous. So she acknowledges her as a real person. And like, oh, mm-hmm. I
0: love it. I want to be her. an old, successful woman. Oh, God, it's me be neither. So dope.
1: And this one, she's saying she wishes that she almost Whereas with the commander. He kind of made her put on the trappings of like lingerie that one time. But with uh, Nick, she's saying she wishes she could put on lingerie to like please him and like Mm -hmm. titillate him
0: but he doesn't even want it
1: yeah he doesn't really care
0: Uh, what i like
1: about the book is that nick gives us nothing in the book
0: he gives us nothing we have no idea what his deal is oh we
1: don't know which makes i think the ending so much better
0: is if we don't know i tell him my real name and feel that therefore i am known i act like a dunce i should know better i make of him an idol a cardboard cutout.
1: I render line the same thing. Oh my God. What speaks to you about that? It's just so real.
0: Yeah. It's so real. I act like a dunce. I should know better. Mm-hmm. That's everybody in love.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. She tells him really soon. She tells him she's pregnant. She she doesn't react the way that he does in the book, which is like kiss her belly and be Gross. stoked about it. I love that part. Gross. But he doesn't. But he said... He'll love you to death. So will she referring to the commander and Serena yep. Joy. And I like that. And I honestly, there is a sick part of me that would like to see what the dynamic would be like uh-huh. with pregnant Offred living with them. Mm-hmm. Because I especially now that I like Serena Joy so much, yeah. I just kind of would like to see that. But it's not to be. So really, Nick has given her nothing. And she but she's really trying to force this. She's like, but it's yours. It'll be yours. Really? I want it to be. And he just kind of leaves her hanging. He's
0: like, I get paid. Like, he's he's a sperm bank. Like, yeah. I don't know. Book Nick, I appreciate his pragmatism. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, because she's just kind of given her, she's like, oh, I'm practical. And now she's super not. Mm-hmm. She's just like, whoa. Hey, emotions. <laughs> Remember these? Yeah, I know. And, you know, I don't blame her. Nor do I. Like she's so starved for anything even approaching actual human Absolutely. affection. You know, I, uh, I haven't not been in this relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. And what it, I think is interesting in the dynamic here is as she becomes happier, you know, having this tryst with Nick, she cares less and less about Mayday. And even less about like her own imprisonment Mm -hmm. Uh, because they say like off Glenn doesn't want to talk to her anymore because all she wants to talk about is Nick, (laughs) which we've all had that friend. Um, (laughs) uh, But she says it's truly amazing what people can get used to as long as there are a few compensations. Yep. Oof. So and she says uh, in regards to off Glenn not talking to her anymore, she goes, I do not feel regret about this. I feel relief. (laughs) It's like I'm it's almost like and I think genuinely some people feel this when they get into a relationship they're like oh i can stop caring about everything because Uh the one thing i really wanted was to be in this relationship but now that i'm in this relationship i don't have to care about all this stuff anymore i don't have to like put in this effort to be engaged with other things because uh, to some level they were only engaged in those things to be in a relationship yeah yeah it's crazy it is crazy but it's a i think she's tapping into something real there okay chapter 42 the meaning of life <laughs> in the universe. Wow. And everything. second uh, Douglas Adams reference we've done in two episodes. <laughs> wow. Uh, the man knew his stuff. He
0: really did. He really did. I hope he's enjoying the fact that there's no afterlife. <laughs> I know he Spoiler. is. Spoiler. Except he can't. <laughs> anyway, All right. look, you know what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So here we go. The beginning of the salvaging chapter.
0: <gasps> <gasps> so what we get immediately in the show Mm -hmm. Comes at the end of the book. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. They make us wait for it.
1: Um, Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. I am the one thing in life I can control. I was at work the other day and I was like singing under my breath and I was kind of mumbling. Someone's like, what did you say? It's like, it's nothing. No, no, tell me what you said. And I was like, "Um, Hamilton faces an endless uphill climb.
0: (laughs) Back
1: to work. <laughs> All right. So the last salvaging they've been to was two years ago, and women's salvagings are not frequent. There is less need for them these days. We are so well behaved. And then in my book, it's bold, but I think the type is off in my book. But it says, "I don't want to be telling this story again."
0: She uh, she doesn't want to be here, y'all.
1: No one. Wants I don't to want be her here. to be here. So it's just like what we see in the show. They're kneeling there. The wives and daughters. Yeah, and this is what's different
0: is that when we see these salvagings happen in the show, the wives and the daughters are not there, nor are the Akana wives. (laughs) Yeah. Don't Uh, even get us started
1: on Akana wives. Oh, my God. So they're there and they're kneeling. And she does spend a chapter describing what the rope is like, which will become relevant later. Uh, but she talks about the the front end of the rope runs up onto the stage. It's like a fuse or the string of a balloon. Ooh, loaded language. Pop, pop. So the wives and the handmaids are in the same spot. And this is what's interesting is that uh, she says Aunt Lydia addresses them as ladies, which she does instead of girls because the wives are there. I just think that's interesting mm-hmm. language and so she's describing she says this is fucked up so she talks about why they are at the salvaging and she says we usually you know give a little background as to why this person is going to be punished but today we feel like it's too graphic to tell you which is I think code for like we don't really have a good reason to kill
0: this person we're just gonna kill them
1: this is the first person they hang I believe is a handmaid there's
0: two handmaids and a wife
1: okay Oh, boy. Oh, that is rough. I I skipped the part where it was a
0: wife. That's really And she's very curious because it's rare that a wife is put to death. So she's very curious as to what she's done.
1: Ah, That's right. She says it it could be adultery, of course. It could always be that. Interesting. All right. So of Charles. This is interesting because the the handmaid of Charles' face is covered. So they assume, actually, that it's Janine, which I think we all assumed. And she's hanged. She's hanged right there in, in front of her, in front of all these people, and this is where I said it would come come uh, back to it. She goes, I don't want to see it anymore. I look at the grass instead. I describe the rope. just And she disassociates almost with these bad things and... That's why the book I think is sometimes, even though it doesn't make things explicit, it's brutal in the absence of it's explicitness.
0: Worse to imagine what it looks like, yeah. Oof.
1: All right. Anything else to say about that before we move on? No, ma'am. Forty-three. The salvaging continues. Oh, it's terrible. So she talks about the people hanging on the wall. Very scary. So you think it's going to be over, but there is a persecution. Participation time. So the handmaids all get up.
0: So here's a dude. It's He's in a guardian's uniform and he's already pretty banged up. And she says that he has been convicted of rape and that it involved two handmaids and took place at gunpoint. She says that it was brutal. I will not offend your ears with any details except to say that one woman was pregnant and the baby died. Mm. And... Okay, that is how it happens in yeah, the show. And even Offred has this visceral reaction and she's so angry mm-hmm. because she, you know, they have all internalized so much that bearing children is so important, you know, and the idea of any unapproved sexual contact is so anathema to them as well. Absolutely. And so they just... Ooh, Oh, God. They, they all are just like seething by yeah. the time that they let him go into the circle. They
1: really get a good group rage going from these guys. And they she explains, I want to backtrack a little bit. They explain like the rules of the participation. They said, you know, the rules of participation. You will wait until I blow the whistle. After that, what you do is up to you until I blow the whistle again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she could be describing dodgeball. Yeah. You know, with the kind of language she uses. But it's it's another person's life. Uh, and then they show the next scene is Offglen runs in and drop kicks him in the head.
0: And basically, and Offred actually notably does not participate here. No. And she just, she's like, I can't. It could be Luke. It could be Nick. I'm not yeah, going to do even this. Even though she
1: feels that rage that is kind of like the group uh, sort of rage that they're all well, feeling. Well, and it's
0: also interesting that she says, you know, what you do is up to you. Oh, yeah. So it's like, they they have sort of built in an out. That's what I was thinking, too. And I don't get that from the show.
1: No, nor do I. But certainly, Offglen takes care of it. She kicks him in the head three times and he goes down. She's Alfred is shocked that she does that. Offglen is like, be cool, be cool, be cool. And then Offglen explains it. She goes, he wasn't a rapist at all. He was a political. He was one of ours. I knocked him out, put him out of his misery. Don't you know what they're going to do to him? This is why I was questioning in the show whether or not the rapist was actually yeah. a rapist. And it seems to point here that he's a person of Mayday. who, mm-hmm. I don't know how they account for what happened to the handmaid if that did happen, uh-huh. but it just, it certainly inserts that vein of doubt.
0: It could also be, because when she says it involved two of you, she might not be lying. The two handmaids and the wife could have also been political.
1: That that's they, true. That they hung.
0: Uh, that's a good you know, reading So of they that. just took the facts of the case and were like, well, we're going to just like... Yeah. I'm going to dress this up in some different clothes.
1: I think you're right there. So that's really scary. And this is sort of the beginning of the end for Offglen, but we get to see a appearance from the not-dead Janine. Yeah, Janine's still there. Yay. Her eyes have come loose. Uh. <laughs> Which is weird, because presumably she only has one eye at this point.
0: Yeah. When did she get her eye taken out in the book? At the Red Center, I thought. Really? I genuinely don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> I thought that it was after she gave birth to the kid, oh, but maybe that could not. Be, I'll have if, to go back and look. So
1: So Janine's there and she's kind of doing her old like unhinged Janine, mm-hmm. like you want coffee with that kind of thing. But at least she's alive. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> but then I what I find interesting is this idea that Alfred has this like coming down of a bloodlust after this she talks about being so hungry and horny and Mm -hmm. alive after seeing this person just die seeing several people die in front of her. i mean
0: it's a legitimate biological reaction because your body's like uh we better do something we're alive Ah. and i love this i am i am i am that's very a uh, Mm. sylvia plath Mm -hmm. reference the end of the bell jar oh yeah sylvia plath also scorpio
1: Oh my God, my God, Kelly, have you no know shame? We are, oh my we God. are, we
0: are. Oh my God, <laughs> you know I only do it because it makes you. So I upset. know what you do, and if I... you didn't react, I would stop doing it. Here's the thing: I don't know how to not react. To <laughs> it causes me such visceral upsetness. That Look, I... we're both water signs. We're both very <laughs> passionate. <laughs> I'm a fixed sign. You're a mutable sign. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Well, in chapter 44, things are back to normal. <laughs> is The first line is the first line. And it's so funny how she talks. She ends the chapter talking about wanting something bloody, wanting to eat a horse. Mm-hmm. But what she actually gets for lunch is like a Lunchable.
0: basically.
1: <laughs> um, Lunchables of Gilead. Yeah. The difference between what your body wants and Blessed what you get. Be the
0: fruit snacks.
1: i love that so much oh my goodness then they talk about going shopping with off glenn but different off
0: different off (laughs) glenn and so clearly folks have kind of uh noticed that off glenn killed that guy yeah uh, you know in a merciful way and not the horrible, drawn out way they were hoping for, and I love
1: the process that Alfred goes through trying to suss out the new Alfred and trying to get her. Yes, like they talk about taking her, you know, to on the long way home, and she goes, "I didn't know the other off Glenn. I've only known her since May <gasps> that day in May. You know, May Day. Uh, uh, get it? Hey, what's excellent is how the new off Glenn answers her, and she goes." That's not a term I remember, and I'm surprised you do. You gotta make an effort to clear your mind of such
0: echoes. <gasps> oh, New is terrifying.
1: Very scary. They kind of like, she's cowed a little bit, and then they continue their walk, and at the very end, they reveal what happened to. She
0: it. hanged herself, she says,
1: after the salvaging. She saw the van coming for her. It was better. This is great. I didn't realize until now how scary this is because I believe the very next chapter is when Alfred gets taken. So if she just saw somebody who would rather commit suicide than go in this van, it makes it so much scarier, which is another thing that the show misses. It does miss that. I really wish they hadn't whiffed the ending so hard. I'm so mad because we're supposed to be scared of the van and because Nick loves her and because off Glen, Emily is still alive uh-huh. we have no fear we just yeah. have no fear I don't know if that's my bias having read no, the book I would say but it has
0: less to do the the Emily thing didn't have as an impact because what did happen to her is so terrible
1: well yeah but
0: and we don't see what happened to her the second time that's true but the fact that we know that Nick is like team offred that's what it is because this Nick is inscrutable yeah, There is no way of knowing. He doesn't seem to care that she's pregnant with his kid. Like, yeah. whether that's a front or whether he means it, he just does not care.
1: Ugh. But it certainly, if you were just reading the book, you would be terrified because the last time the vans came, uh, Offglen died. So let's go to the final chapter we're covering.
0: No, it's, no, not. it's not. Just it, kidding. There's two more.
1: I lied. Never mind. <laughs> 45, chapter 45. Ooh, this is great. I stand in the moment emptied of air as if I've been kicked. You oh, know, like that guy yeah. was just, just kicked now? to
0: death. Remember from before?
1: Mercifully. Get it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> she talks about her reaction to learning about the death of Offland, And this is, I think, where we get a little flicker of action Offred. She says, "I don't want to be the dancer, my feet in the air. I don't want to be a doll hung up on the wall. I don't want to be a wingless angel. I want to keep living in any form. I resign my body freely to the uses of others. If they can do what they like with me. I am abject. Oh, I take it back. This is not action offered. This is very submissive. submissive but
0: they did use a version of this when she was being interrogated in the show by Aunt Lydia and our favorite doofy guardian. <laughs> Blessed day." <laughs> hey. I miss that guy. I find it hard to believe, Alfred. <laughs> I hope he comes back in season two. Doofy commander. Hey, uh, Emily. How are uh, you doing? Horrible. Blessed be the fruit. Ugh. Anyway, but they, you know, she she basically said this. Uh, it wasn't with quite different verbatim. context. Though, it no. was different context, but they. I'm just pointing out that they used this from the book.
1: Well, because I think what we're saying is, in the show, that's her like saying, "like
0: I'm I'm gonna survive, bitch." No, but- in the in the show, she says, "I resign my body freely to the use of others." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm missing. She doesn't want pain. She's praying to God to spare her the pain and then she gets cattle prodded. Right, right, right. In a variety of ways she gets cattle prodded. Here
1: we go. I'm back. Okay, so it's not an appearance of action, Offred. It's a picture of... Did you watch the show or did you just see it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Serena Joy bursts out the house and is very upset. And what's funny is Offred doesn't know... What she's mad about? Because she's done so many bad things at this point that she can't like. She and and Serena Joy is so mercurial. It could be she found a match in the in the, mm-hmm. the, the mattress, or it could be she found out about Jezebel so we, she, She's that mad.
0: She reminds me of the stepmom Angelica Houston in Ever After Ugh. when she drag. She Ugh. is so angry at Drew Barrymore, Ugh. and she's like, "What did I do?
1: <laughs> Who could love a stone in their shoe?" Girl, I knew which part you were referencing. No, actually, that's
0: not it at all. That is it? No, I'm talking about in the beginning when she drags her or she's like yelling at her and Jacqueline like does like he, she tells her it was the horse. Then she's like, Prince Henry stole our horse this morning. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, never mind. I was yeah. About the, the part very you're end. referencing is, oh, I have done everything you ever asked me to do, <laughs> and still you deny me the
1: one thing I ever <laughs> okay, wanted. I got it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are definitely doing that. Oh, no, we're
0: definitely. Doing I'm that. done being coy. Like we gotta find we're gonna time gonna to do to do
1: it. Okay. Anyway, so this is great. And Serena Joy. Found lipstick on
0: her collar. Ugh. Also, why? Like, where did he put it back? Because it's her winter cloak. It smelled like mothballs. Did he just, like, throw it on the floor? I think he just was like, I'll put it back. And just put it back on the rack. And she's like, what
1: the fuck, man? She's like, you know I have this cataloged. Have the courtesy to lie effectively yeah. to me. Oh is my really God. what it comes out to. And I like that she she's she starts off railing on Offred and she goes I told him and and this really I think supports my point that she's not talking about the what did you expect the Gilead is a flawed system it's more like you are such an idiot man you have everything in this Mm -hmm. world you have everything in this world why would you humiliate me Mm -hmm. humiliate me repeatedly I give you and and to her mind she's like I let you fuck this other woman I am a good wife to you. Mm-hmm. You you have to... Things are going so shitty for you. You have to embarrass me. Oh, I love it. I even love book Serena Joy at this point. It's so good. And it's interesting, though, that she says this. I think this really puts a tally in the chart of maybe Serena Joy killed the other handmaid? Because she says, pick up that disgusting thing and get to your room. Just like the other one, a slut. You'll end up the same. It's like... Does she mean that Jesus, something bad's going to happen to her? Because I think we hear later that Serena Joy is surprised that the vans come and offers, like, oh, she didn't call this. She was going to punish me in her own way. So mm, something to that, maybe. Uh, so she uh, makes her go to her room and think about what she did.
0: <laughs> and now, now, okay, here we now go. we're on the final chapter. Uh, guess what this one's called? night oh one more night for the road gosh so many <laughs> night chapters
1: so she's in her room and she's like shit this is the end something bad's gonna happen
0: don't let the bastards grind you down i repeat this to myself but it conveys nothing you might as well say don't let there be air or don't be i love it <laughs> Oof, that's beautiful and i love that and i'm curious if they'll go this route on their show because they made it into such a rallying cry on the yeah. show but ultimately is very depressing like in the book, yeah. like there's no salvation in Ugh. the Nolite.
1: Man, there really is. Oh, this is beautiful because they have the sort of um, sampler pillow with the word faith just dis- uh, embroidered on it. And she goes, faith is only a word embroidered. Oof. hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Uh, they don't do the pillow in the show, huh? Oh, yeah, I guess not. And You that's, know, I'm kind of glad, though, because right. honestly, that kind of like word symbolism, I think, doesn't work as well on TV.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: If I have to, like, read it on TV, like, (laughs) is it even TV?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I didn't come here to
0: read. Uh, I feel like that's part of why it's been so difficult to do a good adaptation of The Great Gatsby, because that billboard is so important. Yeah. But, like, it loses its power in being actually visualized. I really liked the Baz Luhrmann one. I also did. I I liked it more than I thought I would, because I was really disappointed in the casting of Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire, because they were both so much older than they should be. It's true. I just reread that book and I like it this time. I love that book. I really like have it. Have you ever read Tender as the Night? Is I will read that next. It is terrific. It's the lightly fictionalized account of F. Scott and Zelda Fitzgerald's uh, courtship and relationship. I love Zelda Fitzgerald. She so. is bananas.
1: Man, I love her so much. Anyway, so now the van comes. She's thinking, shit, I should have stolen a weapon so I could get my have like Alfred's last stand. But here. Nick comes and he goes, it's all right, it's Mayday, go with them. And he calls me by his real name. But, pardon me, by my I real name. I was like, no,
0: he didn't. <laughs> his name is Nick.
1: <laughs> That's. I only got one name. Uh, why should this mean, this mean anything? So even though he says in the book, I'm with Mayday, we don't trust that either.
0: We don't trust anything about Nick. We have no reason to trust anything. Mm-hmm. This is ambiguous. This is one of those ambiguous endings you learn about in literature class. Oh, boy.
1: So but they are dragging her out of the house. And he says, trust me, which itself has never been a talisman carries no guarantee. Oh, my God. So I love how ambiguous it is. It's just really gorgeous. And you don't get in the show. So Serena Joy is confused about what's going on, which again is scary, because it means that she was going to punish her without involving the authorities. Which really puts a strong tally in the Serena Joy killed the other handmaid <laughs> chart for those keeping track. Or
0: she did something so horrible that she killed herself. Oh boy. Oh boy. I still love book Serena Joy. <laughs> Look, you help love what you
1: love. I can't help it. I can't help it. So they whisk her out of the house. The commander is there, and she says, and Serena Joy is yelling after her. She goes, Bitch! After all he did for you.
0: Well, because she has been told by the guardians that she's being arrested for violation of state secrets. Oh, so this has gone from Serena Joy thinking that perhaps they are coming to get her because of this Jezebel's thing mm. to. Oh, he was fucking around on me. Right. With her and like told her all this stuff. And then right. she fed that information. Oh, which man. She never did. Yeah. she never told anybody anything really right. in the book and Man, that's
1: great I wouldn't yeah. have read it that way alright so she says I've given myself over to the hands of strangers because it can't get help it can't be helped and so I step up into the darkness within
0: or else the light I have given myself over into the hands of strangers because it can't be helped is like if Blanche DuBois had agency <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Blanche Dubois makes me so sad. She would have, she would know somebody named Prasim, uh, Prasim. Pe- Peppercrest. Peppercrest. I remember the days of Peppercrest and the gay deceivers. I was I was thinking more, it wasn't the tarantula arms. It was the Peppercrest <laughs> arms. <laughs> Love it.
1: Love it, and you know what? On a hot day, if you don't bring up Tennessee Williams on a really hot day, oh, yeah. you're doing it wrong.
0: Oh God, <laughs> particularly, particularly. Streetcar Named Desire is my favorite Tennessee Williams. Really? Oh my God, Stella is Majerium. <laughs> love her. I love it too. Uh, her, and then in Shakespeare, Amelia in Othello is my favorite role, and they're oh. both women who are like, you shouldn't be with that guy. Get
1: <laughs> get, get out of there, <laughs> BT Dubs. I just saw Sleep No More, and I wonder
0: if you have thoughts. I have not seen it. Or oh, okay. I'm gonna talk to you about the software. You'd
1: love it. Anyway, so what do we think of this? The last chapter. Do you first of all? Do you remember how you felt when you read this initially? Because I pissed really. Oh man, as a kid, I hated an ambiguous ending. But were you were you scared leading up to it? Because I remember being kinda like, Meh 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 about this book, not enough sex, meh meh and then the slap
0: I was like, Oh no. I genuinely don't remember. Really? I was fourteen. <laughs> I know I did a book report on it. I don't know what I thought or felt. You should find that book report. I'm gen- I don't know if I still have it. Okay. If I do I like I mean I kept plenty of things. Mm-hmm. But it also might have been an oral report, so I'm not sure. Mm. And it was, I mean, it was a pretty routine book report. It wasn't a special project, so I probably didn't hold on to it.
1: Okay. Well, I, like I said, I remember my adrenaline pumping this last chapter, even though I was kind of...
0: And I remember also, I hated the historical notes. It made me really angry hated the historical I hated notes. and now it's like my favorite part i i
1: could not agree with you more because i do think it's one of my favorite parts of the book and it's i one was living the
0: best conceits i've ever seen in a work of science or speculative fiction it's i
1: like it's it brilliant. more every time i read it that's why i'm glad we're gonna spend a whole episode on it but yeah i i agree being very like what yeah <laughs> about it initially but yeah I love how ambiguous it is I wish the show was more ambiguous if I were to talk to the showrunners that would be my biggest question
0: I guess why, why did you choose to make it less ambiguous yeah but I think it's
1: that in the show that brutal you are starved for romance the same way she is uh-huh. so we need that romantic subplot of her mm-hmm. and Nick so we
0: don't leave the show it, just, it could have still been more ambiguous they could have eliminated a couple Maybe. of scenes with him so you are like what or you know introduced some confusing information I hope we see his penis next season oh my god you know there's been more peen oh I peen, know
1: oh it's a bumper crop this year I'm starting to watch this season of Orange is the New Black and you see peen right out
0: the gate oh, which is great love it oh. into it oh my god penises right
1: you know, I like penises on TV better than I do uh, in picture form. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want to be sent a picture of somebody's peeing.
0: I I don't like to waste my time. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to start being a dick pic person. Oh, weird. I know. I don't really, I don't know how to do it. Ugh. I don't know because it still feels like if I ask for one and then I don't want to use it, that seems rude. Um, <laughs> I think you should just go into it cold yeah I mean I that's what I've always that's done that's the polite thing to do right but I just I uh, but then you know I don't know when you like how do you break up with somebody because the dick's not up to far, you know and you're like oh listen you're a couple inches short of a load Ew, ah! <laughs> so gross <laughs> we gotta end this now okay before well, it gets grosser so we we'll back with another book recap talking about the historical notes just because those are so dense Yeah. There's so much going on there to unpack that we just didn't want to just, you know, shove it all in here. Yeah. So that's it until then. And as we just said, we'll be doing an Ever After special at some point. We'll be talking about the movie at some point. Yeah. We're going to figure out our busy, lazy summer schedules, and we will figure that out and let you guys know. But thank you so much for listening. Oh, thank yeah. you for
1: reviewing. Thank you for sticking with us. We really like you as fans. Yeah, a lot. you're
0: such amazing fans. You make yes. us feel so good every day.
1: Absolutely. And with that, Nolite te bastardes carundorum. Dum, 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 Wait, we really
0: painted ourselves into a corner with yeah, this we one. we did. <laughs>